Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exzoneradiotv.com or www.xzonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. everyone. This is Patty Conklin and Healing Within. Thank you so much for joining me today and my guests. I am really looking forward to this because she sounds fascinating and I haven't even had a chance to say anything other than hello to her. So we're going to find out all about her um, during this show today and all of the wonderful things she's done. So really looking forward to this. Um, My guest today is Allison Carmen. And Allison is a business consultant, business and life coach, and the author of The Gift of Maybe, 
offering hope and possibility in uncertain times. The Gift of Maybe was published by Penguin Random House in November of 2014 and is currently translated into three languages. The book is in the self-help genre and focuses on how people can reduce their daily stress and worry and find more hope, success, and presence by embracing the mindset of maybe. The Oprah Magazine has quoted Allison's definition of maybe as part of the new and improved Dictionary of Enlightenment. Carmen is a featured coach coach on AM 970, The Answer, and a popular radio guest, including appearances on CBS Radio and NPR, All Things Considered. Carmen is also currently a blogger for Psychology Today, Huffington Post, Thrive Global, and Mind Body Green. Her blog focuses on business, self-improvement, spirituality, and parenting. Carmen's popular podcast is called 10 Minutes to Less Suffering. I love that. The purpose of the podcast is to help listeners reduce their stress and worry in less than 10 minutes. Carmen's work's been featured in many print and online publications, including but not limited to Success Magazine, Inc.com, PsychCentralInnerSelf.com, and I could go on and on. But Allison, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I just so appreciate your work and what I've seen so far. So, so tell me about you. Where did all of this begin? Well, I think it actually began when I was a child. I, I was addicted to certainty at a very young age. I worried that if I didn't know what was going to happen in my life, I projected things were going to be bad or they weren't going to work out. And I think a lot of us have this problem. And for me, I just built on this issue my entire life. So I would create these huge stories in my mind that if something would happen that, and I would achieve something, then I would be okay. And every, and then life would have certainty in it. So I created this huge story that when I grew up, I was going to become an attorney. I was going to meet, meet this great guy. I was going to get this great job. And the balloons were going to come down and I was going to be set. And I actually spent, even though I had fear and worry, I spent a large part of my teenage years and my early 20s pursuing this goal. And I remember, and I did go to law school, and I did meet that guy, and I remember walking to work. I got a job at a very large law firm my first day thinking, I've arrived. I'm set. Life's going to be great. No more uncertainty. No more worry. No more stress. And I know it might sound naive, but this is how I coped. And the second day of work, my office mate came in and said, Allison, did you hear they're firing all half the first years? And I was a first year. And I remember that moment because in that moment, I realized that I was never going to have certainty and I couldn't handle it. The unknown frightened me. It made me feel like I wasn't going to be okay. And I stopped sleeping and I ended up not losing my job, but I never got a hold of myself again for a very long time. And then one day I was, you know, doing all I, you know, I left my job eventually because I was always looking to fix myself. I thought, well, if I can gain that certainty, possibly life would be better. And Nothing I did actually made me really feel okay. And then one day I went to my Qigong teacher and he told me this story about this farmer and he had a horse and his horse ran away. And the neighbor came by and said, you have the worst luck. And the farmer said, maybe. And the next day the horse came back with five mares and the neighbor comes by to the farmer and says, you have the best luck. And the farmer <laughs> says, maybe. And the next day the farmer's son is on the horse. He falls off and breaks his leg. And the neighbor comes by and says, you have the worst luck. 
and the farmer says maybe but then the next day the army comes to take his son to war and they can't take him because his leg is broken and the and the neighbor comes by to the farmer and says you have the best luck and the farmer says maybe and in the Taoist tradition it means things are neither good or bad but for me I think in my life I was always worried that the horse was going to run away it never occurred to me that he could come back. It never occurred to me that uncertainty could bring gifts and blessings. Hmm. And I just started to play around with this idea of maybe. And it sounds so simple, but I went home that day because I had left the law and I was a business consultant and I would say, I'm not going to get clients. Things are never going to get better. How am I going to live the rest of my life? And then I started to play around with this idea. Well, maybe I will. And maybe this is for the best. And maybe everything's okay. And maybe things are good. Or maybe there's something in this moment for me to appreciate. And it sounds simple because it's this one little word. But this one little word took me from this place where I was afraid of the unknown. I was sure I was doomed. Life had one way and it opened me up to this place where all things were possible. And so maybe has become my mantra and it's helped so many people and it's surprising to me. But at the same time, it makes sense. There are certain words that just have magic to them. And, and maybe for me is this word because it has freed me in the unknown. And when you're willing to live in uncertainty, your life is is filled with hope and possibility every minute of the day. So true. So true. And maybe is one of those, for me, one of those neutral words that anything, anything is possible, anything can happen. I always kind of refer back to, you know, if you stub your toe and you say, ouch, your pain receptors know that that means pain and you start hurting. But if you say, hmm, that's interesting, instead of saying, ouch, your body doesn't know what to do with it. And mm -hmm. so it remains neutral. And the maybe, I agree, just sounds like the possibilities are endless. And um, I suppose people can choose to use the maybe as a, as a negative or deterrent. Um, but do you find that they're really embracing the maybe and moving into the positive? Because that's what I would do. Oh, that, that's an interesting point. But the truth is, many of us are so afraid of the unknown. We're afraid we're not okay. We live in the maybe not. So hmm. when you use this idea of maybe, what's happening is that you're expanding it. Yeah, because so many, most people I meet have a bad relationship with uncertainty. There are people who have faith and they're like, oh, I trust what is going to happen in my life and everything is going to be OK. But most people struggle. I mean, it was um, the philosopher Krishnamurti who said, um, I'm happy because I don't mind what happens. And most of us, of course, right. if we didn't mind what happened. We would be happy. We, you know, but we mind. We mind our kids are going to be okay. We mind that, you know, we're going to have enough money to pay our mortgage. So even people who live with a, you know, a great deal of spirituality or are very present, there are things in life that happen that that make us frightened because we care about certain things. So right. when the maybe not comes in, we're not thinking the word maybe not. We're thinking I'm worried. I'm afraid what's going to happen next. This idea of maybe reminds us there's more than this one fear. It's yeah. like. You know, if you could put your fear in a test tube and and it'll, you know, take up the test tube or you could drop your fear in the ocean and there's so much water and there's so much possibility, it dilutes it. So this idea of maybe reminds us, OK, that one fear exists. Yeah, it might not work out, but so many other things are possible. And when we start to live like that, we don't shut down. We live with an open heart and we're more likely to access more possibilities in our lives because we're, we're on a broader playing field. Wow. Wow. And so in living the life of maybe, um, all things are possible. 
I mean, we're really moving into that um, non-judgment, non-fear. I mean, I, I think that any situation we get into, we can either make it a positive situation or a negative situation, depending upon the history of how you grew up um, yes. and how you thought. And so um, the situation itself isn't good or bad. It's how we present it in our own minds. And I know that, you know, growing up in poverty and, and uh, a pretty rife, rough life early on, um, I didn't go into the fear of uncertainty. I went into the fear of adventure, or not the fear of adventure, the excitement of adventure, that I didn't know what was going to happen tomorrow. And so I could do anything and create the adventure and figure a way to get out of a bad situation. So that kind of became my mantra. I think I was living your, I think by the time I was 15, I was living your maybe. Um, because when when life is rough really early and you choose to overcome it, um, I look at life now and say, you know what? There's really nothing that could happen to me um, that would be worse than what I experienced in my childhood. And so nothing to be fearful of. But I know that that's not a normal uptake for people. It's typically <laughs> that fear state of what's going to happen next and helping people get into um, moving beyond that fear state into that. Maybe I, I love it because it really is a great definition of all things are possible. And so when we come back from break, I'd really like to go into how people can replace the fear and stresses in their life with their own, their own maybe, and how it's going to help them change. Um, and that 10 minutes of um, less stress, I think, I think we all need that. Um, and maybe explore that a little bit more because stress is something I think we all experience uh, from time to time. And, and uh, it's nice to be able to move yourself out of the stress and move out of the fear. So folks, when we come back, we're gonna continue our conversation with Allison Carmen and um, looking forward to seeing you on the other side. Patty Conklin, Healing Within. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by shaman worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, 
international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes, and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Now it's time for a plant fact. Everyone loves lilacs, but there's more to them than meets the eye. Their scientific name is syringa, which derives from the Greek word syrinx for panpipes. This is because their stems are filled with a spongy pith that can be removed and the hollow wood played like a flute. You can get your own lilac or any of the award-winning Proven Winners flowering shrubs at your local garden center or visit provenwinnerscolorchoice.com. Seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens, and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Shamanic healing is the key to personal empowerment. Why? All four levels of our being physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, must be addressed for us to enjoy balanced, healthy, abundant lives. Yet there are few provisions for spiritual or energetic healing. Shamanism, found at the root of all cultures, is a very effective spiritual healing modality. To find quality shamanic healing you can trust, regardless of where you live, look no further than find your Path Home Long Distance Shamanic Healing Program. All Path Home Long Distance Healing Practitioners have been trained and certified through Path Home Shamanic Heart School. Change your life. Live abundantly. Schedule a long-distance shamanic healing session with Gwilda Wiecka or one of her quality practitioners today at findyourpathhome.com. everyone it's patty conklin and healing within i'm back with my guest allison carmen and you can find allison uh, at her website of allisoncarmen.com and uh, i'm just really loving our conversation and and i know those of you listening are going to get a lot of benefit out of this show because it really is moving into that space of you know fear and, and I've said it because we've been discussing fear a lot, is forgetting every available resource 
and that resources what's inside of you, um, the strength that you truly do have inside of you and, and bringing that forward. And this concept that Allison has written about um, in Maybe, and, and I want to uh, say her book again, um, The Gift of Maybe, Offering Hope and Possibility in Uncertain Times. And, you know, we are, I mean, we're always in uncertain times. <laughs> Some Sometimes are worse than others uh, worldwide. But, but when you sat down to write Maybe, The Gift of Maybe, um, did you expect it to be as big as what it ended up being in transforming your life and I'm sure thousands and thousands of others? A- absolutely not. I, when I found this idea of maybe, it liberated me and it was mm-hmm. very private. I really didn't think, you know, although I, you know, I've always had all these different clients, I, I never really thought about other people's addictions to certainty. When I would, would help people, uh, you know, when I would help people when they were um, a long time ago, when, when I first started out my career, I always looked at things on the outside, people's stresses, people's worry, worries, and I connected them to what was happening if they had a litigation or they had a contract they needed to get done. I, only, I thought I was the only one that was stressed and worried to that degree. So maybe liberate, liberated me in so many ways, but then the 2008 crash happened, mm-hmm. and all of my clients, they... A lot of them were practically going out of business. No one was able to do things the way they used to do them. And they were all having a lot of problems. And I would meet with them and I would try to help them figure out new marketing ideas and new financial models, but nobody would budge. And one day I was sitting with one client who was about to close his beautiful store in New York City. And I just broke and I told him about maybe I'd never shared it before. Wow. And we, we spoke for about an hour and, you know, he was either going to go bankrupt or he was going to go to France, but he couldn't step back. He could only see it the way he saw it yesterday. And after I told him the farmer story and I told him my personal story, he said, Allison, I'm going to call you tomorrow. I'm going to think about all the things that, that you've discussed with me. And the next day he called me, he's like, I'm ready to live in maybe. And he was my first client that was willing to just deal just be uncertain and make new decisions and think of things in different ways and he's still one of my most successful clients today but one by one I started to share with them this idea and then someone heard about my work and they gave me an an offer and they didn't end up buying the book so it was just something that just kept happening but it was never my intention to share it with anybody it was always a private practice wow Wow. I remember years ago, it's probably 20 years ago, I was lecturing in, um, uh, in yeah, Missouri and, or Arkansas and up on top of the mountain. And my son was with me and he was the only member of the family that took up smoking. And it was just one of those things of just, you know, have patience. He'll, he'll get through it eventually. And, um, there was a gentleman sitting outside and, um, and he commented to, to Matt that the cigarette smoke smelled good to him. And Matt's like, well, would you like one? And he's like, maybe later. And throughout the whole time we were there, that was always the man's response. And Matt's like, so do you smoke at all? And he's like, well, not for 20, 20 years, but maybe I will later. And, and that was, (laughs) 
<laughs> so when I was reading the maybe, I'm like, and, and that just took me right back to him of just maybe I will later, which is what eventually <laughs> Matt adopted, you know, because he didn't want to quit because we're not quitters. But maybe, right. you know, we can we can uh, do it later, or look at something later um, and get us out of that fear state to give us permission um, to move into that that maybe. Um, and people truly are in such fear of so many different things. And, and I look at the dichotomy between you as an attorney and, and you and the maybe. I mean, I just think of, of two very uh, contrasting um, uh, jobs, you know, or, or states of being, of being an attorney and, and, you know, having the stress and the pressure of, um, you know, litigation or whatever and the stress of your clients. And then having this maybe that created certainty for you, um, that allowed you to explore and expand. So deep down, biggest fear, um, is that we're not okay. Um, and this fear is often brought up by our fear of the unknown, our lack of control and what will happen next in our lives. How does maybe shift that for people? How does it, how does it begin its formation for folks if they move into the maybe? Um, well, I just want to bring up not only was, was I an attorney, I became a tax attorney. Oh, and wow. the reason why I did the reason why I did that is because I always believed that numbers don't lie. There was certainty in numbers. Mm, and so wow. I felt that that certainty that a lot of people didn't understand it, so they would always need me. And that degree of certainty with numbers would save me. And that's why it was so profound that I made all these sacrifices for certainty. And I got to work the second day to find out they were firing half the people I work with. Wow. And so I ended up in a profession I didn't like, and I didn't even get the certainty. So we all have to be careful because what happens when we look for certainty, we're not looking for our best lives. And, right. and because there is no safe. And a lot of us pick that safety first. And so what's so interesting about maybe is, yeah, we have this fear that if we don't know what's going to happen, we fear we're not okay. But the truth is the reason we feel that way is because deep down, we don't trust that we'll be okay no matter what. Mm -hmm. And so things will happen in our lives. Um, and again, like I said, we write stories. So what happens is that we're either afraid that we're not going to get what we want in life or what we have, we're going to lose. So these stories start like, I'm going to have this job till I'm um, till I retire, I'm going to have this amount of money when I'm 50, my child's going to get into this college and everything's going to be okay. And then life happens and your child doesn't get into the college, you lose the job. And then that fear grows. You already thought you weren't okay. And now there's a story in the outside world that that's proving to you that you're not okay. And if you fear the unknown, you're not going to be able to handle it. So what maybe does maybe comes in and it reminds you that there's another possibility out there because you know, it's so funny. It's like when you ask yourself, am I absolutely certain I'm not going to get another job? Am I absolutely certain that my child is doomed if they don't go to that college? No, we're not absolutely certain. And because we're not certain maybe reminds us there's a, that there's hope and possibility in the unknown in the future. And that's where people start to shift. It's because logically in their minds, they can't prove to themselves there's only one way. So right. maybe, maybe just allows them to open their hearts and open their minds and live in this place where, yeah, this didn't work out. 
but maybe something else will happen. And sometimes people use it really broad. Maybe things will get better. Maybe this is good. Maybe I could accept this and still be okay. And then they might start to use specific things like maybe I need to call my friend Joan at this place. Maybe she'll have an idea for a new job for me or maybe this and maybe that. And it just opens our mind. And it's like opening to the sky. Talk to me. Um, we've only got a few minutes, but talk to me about expectations and maybe because I find with my clients, their expectations of what will happen is what stymies them is what stops them because if the expectation isn't fulfilled, then they feel like a failure or they did something wrong and the fear sets in that nothing else will work. And so, you know, when I, when I'm listening to you, I'm hearing, um, at least in with, with my clients, the, the expectations. I, I remember when one of my other sons was getting ready to go to college and he was looking at three different colleges and he was so frustrated. He's like, this college has this, but this college has this, but this college has this. And I'm like, what does it matter? Pick one. If you don't like it, you can switch to plan B. If you don't like it, you can switch to plan C. I don't understand why you're getting so um, agitated at which one to pick because you'll learn no matter which one you go to. Stop the expectation of which one will be best. And so he did and it was all good. But expectations, um, how does that play into maybe? And are there, are there contradictions um, between expectations and maybe? Yeah. Well, expectations are the stories we write because yeah. we're afraid we're not okay. So mm -hmm. we'll write the story of what needs to happen. And and also with your son, we also have this belief that we only have one chance at it. Right. That And that's where the fear sets in as well. So you have the story of what needs to happen for you to be okay. And if you make that wrong decision, you're off track. And yeah. we don't realize we don't even know that. That even if we make the decision and it takes us in a new direction, there'll be openings once again. But because we're so afraid we're not okay, we bank on the outside world to save us. We bank yes. on outside circumstances to save us. So expectations is a game we play to make ourselves feel better that we could bet that the outside world, something will happen and everything will work out. And we forget that it's the inner certainty and the inner okayness that will always lead us. So right. if we go less into the outside world and more into the internal world, then we could live in, in maybe and drop those expectations and ultimately drop the pain because That's expectations awesome. lead us to pain. So true. So true. Loving it. AllisonCarmen.com, folks. We'll be right back and continuing this wonderful conversation. We'll see you in a few. a skeptic or a believer join me rob mcconnell as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the exxon radio tv show on xzbn and the exxon tv channel on simul tv since 1990 the exxon radio tv show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard together we'll investigate ufos aliens ghosts bigfoot 
psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is... We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Single item at regular price. Are you ready for spring? Well, now's the perfect time to head out to your local garden center and pick up a hydrangea from Proven Winners to add to your landscape. Proven Winners hydrangeas are gorgeous and simple to care for. There's just no better or easier way to enjoy a flower-filled summer. Take the time to plant one now and look forward to years of enjoyment and compliments. Look for Proven Winners Hydrangeas in the white containers at your favorite garden center. ...is reality as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, Lake Monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com, or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Xzone Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember Exxon Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Hi, everyone. You're back with Patty Conklin and Healing Within. And my guest today is Allison Carmen, and I'm loving this. It's just, um, it's really good basic information. It sounds so simple, and yet I know it can get complex uh, for people at times. You know, one of the one of the things that that I have um, thought of through my life and becoming a mother and becoming a grandmother and so forth is is when I asked my children, you know, if they were attempting to make a decision and I'd say, well, how do you feel about this? And they say, I don't know. And I'd say, but what if you did know? It gave them permission to go into their imagination and guess. And, and it gave them permission to um, go ahead and say out loud what they were fearful of saying in the beginning. And uh, they still, I mean, they're, they're close to 40 now. And, and I drive them crazy because we'll be talking about something. But what if they're like, stop, <laughs> stop, get it, get it. Um, but maybe, 
moves into this is this is a, a question that I would I would question with my clients if I were using maybe. Um, are there people who use maybe as an out to do nothing? Um, I have not found that because, like I said before, people are already in the maybe not when they come to me. They're stuck. They're, they're stuck, stuck because they're afraid their life's not working out. So there's this maybe not that that we live in. Yes, you could say that there you can meet somebody who's never making a decision. So like, oh, that maybe this, maybe that, but that's really not what's happening. Hmm. Deep down, there's a fear of the unknown, whether people aren't making a decision or they're just afraid of what could be or they don't believe in themselves. It's not the maybe that causes the problem. I, like I said before, it's the fear that we're not okay. And there's this fear that the outside world is the only way everything's going to work out. That yeah. that all the things that we want to happen, that's going to lead to our okayness. And, and, and we become, that's where we go on shaky ground because life is not predictable. Mm -hmm. You can't always get people's approval. You can't always get that job. So what maybe does for me, it's like an inside job. It, it yeah. just helps me let go and access more possibilities. So when you find someone not making a decision, they're afraid. They're afraid of their own power. Right. And they're afraid to assert their own creativity. So it's really the wishy-washiness, again, always roots from the fear, ultimately, that we're not mm -hmm. okay and and we'll never find our way. Right, right. Um, fear creates a life more focused on avoiding pain and suffering and less about following the dreams and passions. You know, so many of my clients are, are in a disease process or in a, you know, emotional or physical disease process. And, um, and they really, um, they get focused on their pain and suffering instead of following dreams and passions. Um, and it gives them an out sometimes um, to stay sick because secondary gain you know, maybe they'll get more attention from someone else and so forth. So so when people get deep rooted in that fear of the external, um, one of the things that I attempt to do with with my clients are to get them to understand the power within themselves. And there, there's always choice if 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 point, you know, if one doesn't work, then there's a choice to go to another and that nothing has to fall apart. It can just be part of this, um, uh, this path that we're following, um, that leads to nowhere. And so therefore there's so many different forks in so many different places. I get excited about that. <laughs> I realize that most people don't, they get, they get stuck when they get into that, that fear. So, um, you know, we do forget that we can survive our pain and uh, it's part of life. So in moving into the maybe, if we have someone who's experiencing, um, you know, cancer and maybe they're at stage three and possibly they're at stage three, I, I want to stop interchanging the maybes here. <laughs> possibly <laughs> they're at stage three. Um, how do you get them into the maybe that they can go back to, to stage zero? Okay. Well, well, the first thing is, is that we all have to respect how we feel. I mean, mm -hmm. being sick is, is, a, is a very scary thing. And there's emotional suffering, there's physical suffering, there's spiritual suffering. 
and and everybody suffers differently. I think it was Viktor Frankl who said that suffering is like gas. Whether the tank is big or the tank is small, it fills up the tank. And so we have to find our way to to be with our suffering, to handle our suffering. But what's so interesting, I find, is that, you know, even if we suffer, life has maybe. And, you know, I've worked with some people who are ill or dealing with a relative that's ill. Mm-hmm. And for me, the most profound thing about maybe is, yes, you know, this aspect of maybe is we never know what's going to happen. Right. That, you know, there are new discoveries, there's healing. So maybe allows you to see that just because this is happening to me today, if I have breath, I have hope and life is filled with possibilities. But what I found even more profound with this idea of maybe is that people I've worked with with illnesses, what they have said is maybe there's something left for me to experience in this moment, or hmm. maybe there's still something left for me to experience in my life. It's almost like sometimes if we're able to engage and maybe we could drop the story of how we thought our life could be and we can get the most of where we are. And I've had people use maybe when their mother is in ICU. I, I remember I had a client call me and he's like, my mom's dying and she's in the ICU. And and I remember he was in so much pain, but there was still a moment. She was still alive. He could still feel her pulse. He could still hold her face. And I said, Joel, I said, maybe there's something still left for you in this moment. And he went back into the ICU unit and he sat with his mother for about five hours. And he said wow. it was one of the most profound moments of his life because he had never been so present and he was so thankful not to miss it. So when we're suffering, maybe brings us back to this moment and reminds us that yes, there's suffering and yes, there are problems, but you're still here and there's something left. And sometimes you'll get um, an amazing moment and sometimes you'll create an amazing future and sometimes healing will occur with pure right. presence. So, you know, I just think maybe is is something that just opens us up to whatever is possible. And, and healing is possible often, but we have to be willing to drop the fear and open our heart and access all that's possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you are working with a client who is stuck, um, do you look at what the core is that created the, the stagnation? Um, or do you work with the now of where they are right now? Well, I, th- I think both. I, I, you know, what's so funny about maybe is sometimes, you know, maybe everything that happened to me in the past will never happen again. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I'm not my mother. Maybe I'm not my, so there are these, so it's so interesting about maybe is sometimes a deep rooted problem. People have over identified with it and maybe releases them from it. Um, but, you know, usually people come to me with with business issues, and it's so interesting that there's always a core issue. And either it's a lack of acceptance, it's, it's usually uncertainty, quite honestly. So right. as we're dealing with the current issue of what's happening in their lives, the issue that they've had their whole lives is going to pop up. So it's, it's happening at the same time. So yeah. if it's with an employee or a contract or a relationship, whatever it is, it's always the past and it's always the present and it's always yeah. the future and it all merges into one somehow. So I, I hope that when we deal with the present, we're healing the past, we're healing ourselves and we're healing our future all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. As a business coach, um, maybe working with someone who is starting uh, a new business. And I, I see it a lot in, in my world of the uncertainty of themselves 
and they they get the expectation going of if I make this amount of money that will pay mm -hmm. for the rent and the electric and you know the phones and so forth and they forget to put themselves in there in the equation of their financial uh, worthiness and they they get stuck all of a sudden they're not creating enough uh, resources for themselves so how do you how do you as a business coach get them beyond that beyond and not understanding to value their own worth as much as they value the business that they're starting yeah. well it's so interesting that entrepreneurs are, are some of the most um, hopeful open people and and at the same time they don't always value themselves and, and sometimes the vision and how they see themselves are, you know, work against each other. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know, as we start off, of course, you know, you know, projections are interesting. I've never met an entrepreneur that's gotten a projection, right? Cause they're dreamers. Right. And so, um, what, what I try to help them do is always reassess that they shouldn't get stuck that, yeah, you have to have a plan. Like I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars this year. There has to be a plan, but maybe allows us not to be attached to that plan and recognize, okay, it didn't quite work out the way that I thought, but it doesn't mean that I have not achieved greatness. It doesn't mean that something great hasn't happened here. And it doesn't mean that I'm not going to be successful moving forward. So maybe just allows them to constantly look at it again with an open mind yeah. because we don't know. Yes. I mean, sometimes you have to close the doors. Sometimes the business is not going to be successful, but most of the times people are just upset because things didn't happen the way they thought it would. So maybe allows them to open up again and again and again. And also, yes, I think that w w again, we value our own greatness on outer circumstances. So their own value, their own greatness, their vision, their creativity, I try to help them value it without the out, without looking at the outside world. So yeah. everything is always working hand in hand, inside and outside when you're helping someone grow a business. But that maybe so really wonderful. is one of the best tools. Yeah, absolutely. All right, folks, we'll be back to continue this. It's just fascinating and great tips and tools we have here. So folks, it's Patty Conklin and Healing Within, my guest, Allison Carmen, and we'll be right back. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. 
They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD. Now it's time for a plant fact. Everyone loves lilacs, but there's more to them than meets the eye. Their scientific name is Syringa, which derives from the Greek word syrinx for panpipes. This is because their stems are filled with a spongy pith that can be removed and the hollow wood played like a flute. You can get your own lilac or any of the award-winning Proven Winners flowering shrubs at your local garden center or visit provenwinnerscolorchoice.com. $40 value for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not-so-secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hides can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit IconQuality.com. Did you expect your business to flourish, but instead it plateaued or didn't get off the ground yet? Would you like to achieve massive goals and discover new sources of income within your business? When you're ready to experience that type of success with fast results, Cindy Hendricks is the business coach for you. Her work with entrepreneurs and business owners has been life-changing. To get you and your business where you want to be, go to imaginemoresuccess.com. Has the fear of public speaking stalled your business or personal life? What would you give to develop and maintain supreme confidence? Have an invaluable private program to always perform at your best. Imagine how you would feel. You can have all that and so much more today with Thomas Hyde's life-changing course called Number One Fear Unleashed. Visit NumberOneFear.com and be liberated from your fear of public speaking. 
Hi, everyone. It's Patty Conklin and Healing Within. Thank you so much for continuing to uh, listen to our show. And I really, I know you're getting some very positive tips and tools from uh, my great guest, Allison Carmen. Allison, one of the things that I was thinking of when when you were discussing um, business and entrepreneurs and so forth in, in the startups, one of the things, and I don't know what, what your take is on this, but if I'm working with someone who is um, challenged, you know, as an entrepreneur and, and so forth, and you're right, let's say that they, they need to make $100,000 that year. Um, one of the things I encourage them to do is to not set step one, two, three, four, um, to go with the feeling state, to have a wide uh, variety of options available in order to get to that $100,000 goal and to go with a feeling state. Because what I find is that so many people, the history of their life predetermines the decisions that they're making for their future. And if they're basing on their subconscious on what didn't work um, and they're attempting to uh, make their future work based on those old concepts, they don't get anywhere. But if I, if I suggest to them that they leave the possibilities, the potentials open to set the goal and go through a feeling state to get there, what do you think about that? Work, not work, other ideas? First of all, I think it's fascinating um, that you do that. And I, I think that there's a good chance that people will access the, their desires and they'll access probably a, a lot of stuff they haven't thought of, a, a lot of things that they they really want to connect to. And they might end up connecting to more possibilities. And And it's funny in a way, I do it that, I, I do, we do make a plan. We do mm-hmm. a, a one, two, a three, a four. We do a budget. We look at the year, but we're always in maybe. So in a sense, I think we're kind of doing the same thing because what will happen is when something goes wrong or something doesn't happen as we expect, instead of going to that place of doom and gloom, what we do is we open up and we see what's possible in that moment. And so for me, it's it's the goals are not, what ruin people, it's their inability to be flexible and fluid when change happens yes. and to stay open to all possibilities. So I think your method probably works wonderful. And I think my method is different, but I think both of us are trying to help people access all that's possible at any given moment and trying to help them not be limited by their past or by their pain. Because, you know, some of us spend our entire life either placing our pain on other people or avoiding our pain. Right. And that's not going to live to our lead us to our best lives. Yeah. So I think both methods are, are, are beautiful and probably could lead people to success. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, flexibility is so important, especially in our business world. Um, you know, in, in the days before 25 years ago, um, I was doing nonprofit. And I was overseeing women's literacy programs in 30 countries throughout Africa, Asia, and Latin America. And one of the things that I realized with the folks there was they were continually flexible, no matter which country I was in or village I was in. There was flexibility taking place. There was a routine, but there was flexibility because they never knew when a flood was going to hit or a drought or, or whatever was taking place. And so observing 
it just made me realize that the flexibility of life, the flexibility of our choices, um, because honestly, it's simply a choice and it's not a good or bad choice. It's a choice. And if it doesn't feel right when you're in the middle of it, then you change and uh, continue on in a different direction. Um, goal setting, however, is really important. I think it's really interesting. Um, and I think it's important that people have business coaches. Now I've never had one, but I have some friends who are physicians who have now hired business coaches um, to help them manage their practice and grow their practice and look at how they can uh, bring in, you know, their, their um, uh, allopathic and, and complementary, complementary medicine together. Um, so as a business coach, um, what are some tips and tools? Because whether people are building a business or whether people are building different aspects of their lives, um, what are some tips and tools that they can that they can begin utilizing um, with your with your method of maybe, which I really love? Well, even before, you know, I always the best thing to do is also look at like, and I think you talked about this before, you have to look at what you have. Mm -hmm. You always have to say, what are my resources? Because what happens is that when things don't go our way, we go into this place of lack and things aren't working out and we forget that we have resources that can still lead us to the places we want to go. Mm -hmm. So you always have to be, yes, you have to be aware of your problems, but you also have to be aware of your strength and your power and yeah. what is going right, because that is always the springboard. And the second thing I find it is so important in business to have a more responsive look at your business and a reactive because also when something happens often we jump we want the answer it's not the way we thought it was going to be and when you're reactive that's like a feeling and like you said before feelings they pass like clouds sometimes sometimes they're real sometimes it's a frustration sometimes it's a past pain so we really have to be to sit with how we're feeling and be very careful that whatever action we're going to take it's going to serve us and it's going to serve our business and people become more responsive through, you know, many different practices, meditation, the practice of maybe whatever you can do to pause and make sure that whatever you're about to do is coming from your higher knowing, you know, also from the things, you know, the decisions and the of your business, everything needs to come together before you respond. Mm -hmm. Being in maybe also is extremely important because things are not going to go as planned, but just because it does, didn't go as planned Maybe things are still going in the right direction. Maybe you need to change direction. Exactly. Um, so, so I think those two things, I think looking at the resources you have, making sure you're responsive and not reactive and always staying in maybe, you'll always access what you know to be true and you'll always access the greatest possibilities in the outside world as well. So it's, it's a dance that we play as entrepreneurs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I encourage people to do when they're moving into that feeling state as to what feels good for their next step in business is when you leave your eyes open and you're thinking about it, then you're accessing the left hemisphere and, and you're in logical thought. But if you close your eyes, you go into your right hemisphere and you go into a feeling state. And if the feeling in your abdomen or gut, whatever is light, then it's a go. And if it's heavy, it's a no. And just staying, um, staying with that, uh, working one weekend, um, it was an intuitive uh, course for CEOs. And uh, a friend of mine had been running it and asked me to come 
um, be a part of that class to help CEOs uh, fine tune their their gut instinct, their intuition. And um, and she said, but you can't tell them who you are, or what you do. And I want you to do the intuition the way I teach it. <laughs> and I was horrible. I couldn't. I just I couldn't do anything. And these CEOs are looking at me like, who is this woman? She can't get anything right. <laughs> and um, and at the end of it, you know, she said, OK, so now you use your intuition the way you do. And and all the CEOs were kind of looking and, you know, I did my thing. And and she said, you know, really how she has learned to intuit her life has made her a master in in what she knows and how it feels. And so my whole world is based on how does this feel for me? And when it's a light feeling and it's a go, it is always successful. If I logically go through things, that's what I have my accountant for. That's what I have my <laughs> tax attorney for. Let them logically move through things and my business is run on a feeling state. And I really believe that that in the gift of maybe that, that you have so eloquently um, developed is that the possibilities feel your way through it. Yes, we have to be logical, um, especially when we're starting out. We have to to be logical. So get a business coach um, such as yourself, AllisonCarmen.com, um, or moving into a different state where as your business grows, you can go into the feeling state and understand what is, you know, even though the direction may not make sense, if it feels right, go with your go with your feeling versus your your um, logic. What do you think? Well, well, I think what you're saying is go with your feeling, go with your truth, go with an open heart. Don't go with your fear. Mm -hmm. I, I think you're asking people to connect to what's true to them, and I that's the best way to live. I mean, what's yeah. the point of growing a business if it goes against who you are? Right. Or if it's not aligned, you're going to end up having a miserable life. Uh, so I think you're asking people to always stay connected to truth. Yeah. And if you're connected to truth, you'll know, you know, it's so funny when we talk about feelings. I live my life, you know, I'm very like you, even though I, I do a lot of business, most things are based on my gut. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I could be sitting in an office and someone could be describing an idea to me. And if I like it, I, I'll feel lighter. And yep. if I don't, I'll actually feel this confusion in me. And it's not that I don't understand what they're saying. It's just energetically, it, it doesn't work. For, for, that's how I'm feeling. Absolutely so I, I am very, I use my feelings all the time. I think I practice law on my feelings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, you know, something felt right or it didn't feel right. You know, you feel the light, you feel the dark. Um, right. And I think that you're asking people to stay open always. And, you know, I believe that what we desire desires us. And yes. if we honor our feelings, we connect with those deep things. So what's the point of starting a business or working hard if, if you're not really connecting to your true path in life? True, so, true. so I think that's what you're saying. You're saying stay connected to all that's possible. And we do that based on with an open heart and, and feeling and connecting to, to our greatest our greatest us, I guess. That's what that's you're saying. So that's it's beautiful. So true. Thank you so much, Allison Carmen, for being on the show today. Folks, you can find her at AllisonCarmen.com. You've spent this time, Patty Conklin and Healing Within. Thank you so much. Have a great week.
Now it's time for a plant fact. Everyone loves lilacs, but there's more to them than meets the eye. Their scientific name is syringa, which derives from the Greek word syrinx for panpipes. This is because their stems are filled with a spongy pith that can be removed and the hollow wood played like a flute. You can get your own lilac or any of the award-winning Proven Winners flowering shrubs at your local garden center or visit provenwinnerscolorchoice.com.